Spirit, why don't we just lift our hands? Just close our eyes. Wherever you are this morning, this afternoon, tonight, maybe watching online. As Emma said, whether you're sitting in your lounge room, sitting in your car, Father, we just pray this morning. God, for your peace. Father, your peace, which transcends all understanding. God, I pray that it would come and fill us. God, it would fill our hearts. God, it would fill our minds. Whatever our thought process is at this time, God, I thank you that your peace, your peace, Father, would be flowing. Father, your peace would flow, Father, from this pulpit into the chairs here. God, but it would flow from this pulpit, Father, into living rooms. God, into cars. God, into workplaces as people watch online. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come. God, flood over us in Jesus' mighty name. Flood over us in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. The scripture, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. For God did not did not give us a spirit of fear, but one of power, one of love, and one of a sound mind. And so I just pray that over everything that we say, everything we do this morning. God, that your love, God, your power, God, that a sound mind would come and overcome any fear. God, it would come and take its place. Fear, leave in Jesus' name. Power, love, sound mind, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name that it's here. Claim it this morning. Claim it this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, fantastic. God bless you guys. You can grab a seat. Thank you, team. Great work this morning, as always. Want to extend a very warm welcome as well to everybody listening online. It's great to have you joining us. It's one of those fun things. It's sharing the love between people here and people there, and so it's going to be good. Fantastic. As I've been thinking about this week and praying and uh, looking at what word to bring. I've had this phrase in my heart since the start of the week and I love it because Pastor Julie just used it in her message. We hadn't talked about it at all, but she used it. I was watching um, a little video from another pastor this morning and uh, they have got their, one of their core value booklets is all in this together. And then Pastor Julie just said, we're all in this together. And the title of my message this morning is, we're all in this together. And uh, 
I love it. I love the fact that when crisis comes, people come together. You know, we've seen it in our community already this year through the bushfires, through people giving up so much and giving it to someone else, people laying down their lives to go and help, people taking leave from work so that they can go and help somebody in their time of need. But then it's kind of on the flip side, you go from that to what we've seen in this crisis I don't really even like we're using the word crisis, to be honest, but in this time, we've seen people, and there are so many memes on Facebook about it, about the toilet paper saga. Oh, my giddy aunt. It's like, it just blows my mind. I spent four days at the start of this week going to a series of five different supermarkets to try and find nappies because we, were, we weren't close to running out, but because of the chaos, I'm like, I don't want to run out, because I know back in the day, and there's some people listening here, and there's people online listening who back in the day, yes, cloth nappies were a thing, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> no, that's like, one, we don't have cloth nappies, so it's like cutting up to, oh, actually, we've got probably a few, um, we've got a drawer full, but I don't know how many you need. And, uh, and so, sorry, we don't have any pins. So if we get to that point, if anybody's got nappy pins, otherwise we're going to be cutting holes in the nappies and I'll be doing it with zip ties. Um, but because I love zip ties. Um, but it's like just the chaos amongst people who six weeks ago were all about helping everybody and something's turned What's turned? When you're not at risk, when my home is fine, when my home is safe, I'm more than willing to go and help you build your fence. I'm more than willing to come and help you cut down a tree. I'm more than willing to come and prepare a meal and deliver it to you. But if I'm in strife, if if my lifestyle, not even necessarily my life, but my lifestyle is under threat, it's like a a switch is flicked and people go from, I'm all for helping you to, right, that's it. And like literally some of the footage from Sydney um, and overseas in particular, Sydney people, I tell you what. Wow. We love them dearly. But security guards handing out toilet paper at Audi because there's like literally people going bananas over it. It's... It's crazy. And so what I want to do this morning is bring a word to bring us together. And I love right back at the start of the church, Acts 2, 41 to 47. I preached on this some time ago, but I just really felt to come back and visit this again. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. This is sounding like the bushfires, not like current. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, 
praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Not enjoying the favor of God, enjoying the favor of all the people. You can't enjoy the favor of all the people if you isolate yourself. Okay, I'm going to get to that in a minute, but, but you can't enjoy the favor of all the people if we're not in it together. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. The Lord added to their number daily. In a time when there wasn't social media to broadcast the service online, in a time when there wasn't text messages to quickly get the word around to say, hey, we're not meeting here, we're now meeting there. In a time when things were completely different, God added to their number daily. And so what, I, what I'm saying in this is, hey, let's not get distressed that the church is going to suffer. Let's not get distressed that we're going to suffer through this. Let's get excited that we can prosper through this. Let's get excited that we can actually see the church go from where it is now to a whole new level because we choose to be in it together. Because we choose to be in it together. I love what it says here. Uh, where are we? All the believers were together and had everything in common. Every day they continued to meet, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with sincere and glad hearts. You know, there's restrictions being put around us on where we can meet and how many people we can have in a meeting place, but we can still meet together in connect groups. Connect groups might look a little bit different coming forward over the next six months, potentially. Connect groups might be, instead of 15 people maybe in your connect group, you might need to split and have two connect groups of seven people, 10 people, whatever it is, but to make sure that we are faithful and respect the guidelines put before us. But but that doesn't mean that we all just go, oh, we're not allowed to meet, and then we just go off and do our own thing, sit inside our house. You know, there's a reason the worst of the worst prisoners get put in solitary confinement, because it messes with you. It's the worst form of torture. And so my heart this morning is to us as a church is let's not isolate socially. Okay, let's, let's isolate physically. Let's isolate maybe spatially. But let's socially connect. Let's socially gather. As Pastor Emma said before, we can socially connect. We might not be able to in the coming weeks and months go to somebody's house. But we can still pick up a device and contact each other. We can still pick up a phone and contact each other. We can still go next door, knock on the door, and speak through the glass window to our next door neighbour. Maybe, I don't know where we'll go with that, but we'll, if we're allowed to. But there, there's things that we can do that don't isolate us, but connect us. And so, I don't, don't, hear, don't mishear me this morning. I'm all for to use the government's term, social isolation. And, uh, no, social, social distancing, sorry. I've got my words around the wrong way. Social distancing. I'm all for that because if we can stop the spread, we can stop the spread and that's awesome. But let's not distance ourselves. Let's not isolate ourselves from each other in that. I just said the whole thing around the wrong way, didn't I? Socially distancing, it's socially... Anyway... You get, my, you get where I'm going, right? It's like the language order, I need to have my own language order. But it's like, let's not 
self-isolate or socially distance, all right, I'll get it around the right way now. This is the bit that we'll put online, all right? <laughs> we'll, we'll cut the tape. And you guys at home, just start tuning in now. Hey, guys, welcome to church. My name's Pastor John. So good to have you with us. Uh, but, but it's like, let's, let's, not, let's not socially distance ourselves. Let's socially gather. Let's socially connect in the ways that we can. Unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures. All right, we've got to do something that we've never done before. We've got to think outside the square, outside the box, so that we don't isolate, so that we don't disconnect, but we actually connect. And so text, phone call, email, FaceTime, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Skype, Zoom. There's a whole bunch of different platforms that we can use. Let's make sure we use them. Let's make sure we use them. And let's make sure that we understand that not everybody is on Facebook. So by sending a message out there saying, whatever it is on Facebook, isn't going to get everybody. Let's pick up the phone. Let's ring. Let's actually allow somebody to hear our voice, not just read our posts. Let's, Let's ring somebody in our connect group when they when they put something in our connect group chats or whatever it is, let's pick up the phone and ring them and say, hey, I just got that, can I pray with you? Instead of just writing, can I pray with you or we are praying with you, let's actually pick up the phone and pray for them. I should have done that this week and I felt guilty and bad that I didn't since. It's like, no, let's, let's go there. Let's go that extra little mile. Pick up and FaceTime them so they can see your face and, and actually connect with them as we're praying. There's things that we can do to make sure that what we're doing is going to see us through. Hebrews 10, 23 and 25, uh, 23 to 25 says, So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them toward acts of compassion. Doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, in fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. Wow. Wow. I read that over and over and over again this week and I've just gone, wow, every time. Every time. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together. Listening online at home, if you're sitting at home by yourself today, this is not the time to pull away and neglect one another. I've seen already in our connect group, we've got a number of our connect groups sitting at home. They're already posting photos in our chats. We're watching and the kids are up at the screen and it's awesome. It's like, that's what we need to do in this time. Whatever church looks like in the coming months, let's not pull away and neglect one another, but let's push in. Let's connect even more deeply than what we ever have before. Because I know that whatever is thrown at us. Whatever happens, if we're all in this together, we'll get through. If we're all in this together, we'll get through. Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep and the shepherd going out 
after the one. Yes, there's a fact that he loves the one and there's all of that, but you know that there's safety in numbers? You know, when the one is out by itself, it's easy, it's an easy target. When the one is out by itself, it's easy to get lost and never see the group again. When one is out by itself, it's easy for, for someone to come in, pray to come in, someone to come in and start nibbling at the ear. Hey, you, you, they don't really like you there. Look, nobody's contacted you in a week. No, they, they don't really like you there. They're, they're not interested. They shut down their meetings. I mean, how much do they like you? And it's like there's, there's all sorts of different whispers that can start going on in our head when we get isolated. And so let's not isolate, let's connect. Let's gather together in the means that we can. And let's help each other. Let's help each other. I love this story. Mark 2, 1 to 5, several days later, Jesus returned from Capernaum. And the news quickly spread that he was back in town. Soon there were too many crowded, uh, too many people crowded inside the house to hear him that there was no more room. Even outside the door, they should have had restrictions placed on their building size and then they wouldn't have had a problem. <laughs> While Jesus was preaching the word, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man. But when they realized they couldn't even get near him because of the crowd, they went up on top of the house and tore away the roof above Jesus' head. And when they had broken through, they lowered the paralyzed man on a stretcher right down in front of him. When Jesus saw the extent of their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, my son, your sins are now forgiven. When Jesus saw the faith of the paralyzed man, no. When Jesus saw the faith of the men carrying the paralyzed man, he said, son, your sins are forgiven. Who are you going to carry through this period? Who are you going to carry through this period? What does this look like as an opportunity for you? See, this whole year we're looking at opportunities. We're looking for opportunities to, to bring people together. What can you do to bring someone into your home through this period while we can? What can you do to invite someone to come and watch church with you? What, what can you do to send someone a link and say, hey, I'm not sure how you're going at the moment, but this might do you good. Click and watch our church. If people are confined to their homes, there's hardly any sport on TV. Netflix is about to crash because there's unprecedented numbers watching it. It's like people are going to be looking for things to do, looking for things to watch. People are going to be looking for hope. People are going to be looking for faith, not for fear. People are going to be looking for connection because... There's that much isolation around. And so what can we do? We can carry somebody. We can pick up a paralyzed person in this time and carry them and place them at the feet of Jesus. I believe it. I believe we can. I believe that through this time, we can see the church not shrink, but grow. Why? Because we're full of faith. It's like, I know you guys here this morning that have come out are full of faith because you're here. I know the people that have tuned in online are full of faith because they've tuned in online. How easy is it to just go, oh yeah, well, that's all right. I'll get away with it. No one's going to know. But, but God knows. Yeah. 